Welcome to the Dynasty Struits Podcast. It's a podcast. It's not the worst. It's not the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're like the Kool-Aid man in here, AK. How do you feel about that? Swag oh, chat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yours is a lot better than mine. But you know what I learned yesterday, AK? What'd you learn? Dude, I feel like the whole world already knew this, and this is just reaffirmed in me. Ah, uh, baseball is boring, okay? Did you hear me when I said that? I want to know why you're saying this. AK, I turned on the baseball game. I turned on Nats. Uh, sorry, not Nats. R.I.P. Uh, sorry, we were just talking about the Nats in the pre-show. Uh, but we got the Braves versus... Who was it? The Reds. Okay. I love my boy on the Reds, the pitcher. He's about to win the Cy Young, Trevor Bauer. But that was about it. Okay. The It went 12 and a half innings into the 13th inning and no one scored a damn run. All the Braves are doing is just taking wild hacks at the ball. They're never going to score a home run. They could have bunted. They could have worked. They could have actually played actual baseball. But they didn't. They chose to take hacks and strike out, and I can't take. I'll never watch baseball again. That sounds like the worst viewing experience. Uh, and, and this is even with base, baseball rules. With like, doesn't someone start on the second base? I don't know if they actually did that because you know I uh, I think that starts eventually. I don't know if it starts immediately in overtime or extra innings. But the worst part about it is I went to go take a shit, and they scored the run and. So be it. That's my luck. But I hate the Braves, dude. Braves are the worst. Braves are the worst. Ever since they left the Richmond for, uh, I don't even know where they took their AAA squad, but we got the Richmond Flying Squirrels, breast, the best name in AA baseball, if you ask me. Never forget that they freaking just abandoned town. Uh, they're a cursed team, and they're never going to win. Cursed. All right, AK, I got a serious question for you, okay? Uh, have you had a memorable meal recently? I have. And I just want everyone who hasn't ever been to Fredericksburg, hasn't didn't go to UMW, I'm calling out like three two what is it? Three two thirds of the league, maybe maybe less. Soup and taco Ooh. is the goat taco place in that I've ever been to. And I recently went there uh, and got four tacos. Two socks. You were blessed. You blessed yourself with some tacos. Damn. I was was blessed. And that shit, it pops. They get some. What flavor of tacos do you uh, go with? I just, I just asked for the chicken tacos. Just plain ass shit. It's fucking delicious. You're so basic, AK. Oh my gosh. If you're gonna get tacos, you gotta get asado. Asada. You gotta get the carne asada or some carnitas. Steak? Yeah, asada for sure. You gotta <laughs> get the, the asada is a hundred percent the move when you're going to the old uh, soup and taco or any Mexican restaurant for that matter. You know, I I order steak tacos. I don't order asada, but next time I'll order asada. Yeah, if you're ordering carne asada, they're like, all right, this guy, even though he's got you, or you would have the whitest Mexican accent. Whitest Spanish accent, but Miyamo Alejandro. All right, well, to kind of get into the dynasty nonsense, AK, yeah, you gotta. What about your food? 
Oh my gosh, dude. I, I, the only reason I asked you that is because I ma- I just made a salad for the first time and I don't even know how long. I made a, I just made a salad. So, I don't know when the last time I made a salad was, but I just made one. I'll come back at you. Oh, well, if you want a Fredericksburg restaurant, it's definitely Cowboy Yaks. So uh, Cowboy Yaks, yeah. That's, that's underrated. Burger night on Wednesdays if you're there. If you're in Fredericksburg on, on Wednesday, just go to Cowboy Jacks for sure, 100%. But, um, yeah, making a salad. That was weird. I want to talk about the salad later. Uh, dude, I mean, like, you just got to, like, cut it up. and you just it, It's so awkward taking it out of the bag. That's the weird part, just taking it out of the bag. I'm like, what am I doing here? I'm like, I'm not going to eat all this lettuce. So I had to put half of it back in after I chopped it up. You, I don't know. I blue cheese on that shit? What did I put? No, no, no. I, I Caesar tomatoes and i also uh i got this lemon garlic tuna in the packet i get it in a little oh, packet shit. dude that was that was bon appetit <sighs> chef's kiss I'm anyway right here i'm getting yeah i'm getting a little rumble as well i mean i'm i got a pizza ready to go as soon as we're done here so obviously you know me too well with the pizza and that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for... Uh... <laughs> that's the podcast. See y'all later. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, dude. AK, we got Corona peaking. Mm-hmm. Corona has made its... Uh, has shown its head. Uh, I just... I just... I just want the season to play out as well as it can. I really hope this is just like a... A one little blurb on the radar. But let's... Let's just like say a say a little dynasty prayer real quick to the uh, dynasty gods. Not you actually, because you and the dynasty guards gods are still on bad terms. But you're with the trade. Yeah, 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 with the trade. Right. Lead the prayer, please. All right, uh, dear dynasty gods, just I don't care what happens. Expenses. I don't care what happens. It's all good. Life goes on. We just want to see the season happen. And, uh, but if you're going to go after someone's team, go after Stompas. Go after Stompas. Amen. Amen, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's move on. Uh, here we go. So we're going to do a quick rundown of what happened this week. Are you ready? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. This is quick. We're going to do one team at a time. You ready? First team. Obviously, everyone knows who's the best. Really bad team. Let's see here at AK. The really bad team? All right. Really so bad. last week... Uh, I'm pulling it up now. Uh, really bad team pulls off the dub against freaking Sam's bum ass team. Ryan Fitzpatrick killing it. Dalvin Cook a beast. Leonard Fournette bust of the year trash ass. You play Jeffrey Wilson. That was a baller ass move. Tyler Lockett watching that game. He's a freaking lo- lightning bolt running across the field. He's badass. Ian Thomas. Not a very good trade. And Damari Bird, I don't even know who that dude is. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay. The only thing that I can really say that's really, really bad is this dude needs to figure out how to spend his fantasy waiver wire budget. This guy has a serious problem. Um, on that note, nothing dude, else to really say. Nothing, look nothing, at that efficiency, nothing. though. Yeah, the efficiency at 98.8, that's how you get it done. Oh, my God. Possible points 169, starter points 167. That's how you do it. Um, 
So, going over to Burroughs Bullies, this guy could have only scored 166, but, you know, I tend to be on the negative side, the pessimistic side on looking at most teams, but this expansion squad, I really enjoy watching this dude making his waiver wire pickups, man. Which waiver wire pickup? Miles Gaskins. We got Darnell Mooney. We got uh, Meekwell Pruitt. We got uh, JJ Taylor. We got uh, just just to name a few. Those are those are some I've, I've noticed him pick up. I think he got Gabriel Davis. He got Gabriel Davis somehow. So obviously he's trending upwards. Yo, my man is out there scouring the waiver wire, finding whoever the trash that is left behind, turning it into gold. Yo, Sam, I reckon I, I just uh, hell of a manager. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. Not too much negativity here, but everyone else is about to be scorched upon the earth on which we lay. This is the Scorched Earth Podcast. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. You go first. All right. Play your team fucking sucks. Oh, my gosh. Your quarterbacks are supposed to be good with Baker and Deshaun Watson, but you only scored 26 points, and Ryan Fitzpatrick scored 24 points last week. How does that make you feel? But uh, (laughs) your efficiency was pretty good, though. Uh, I like where you're going. You're shooting for the moon with Chase Chase Claypool. Big fan of that man. But uh, how do you feel about Blaine's team this week, AK? I mean, <clears throat> personally, I think Mo Alley Cox is badass. I cannot state how disappointed I am in Chris Herndon and the New York Jets. Staffa, what's going on with the squad? It's not just Gase. It's just Dan- Darnold's trash, dude. I think they, uh, they kind of all be on something. They all have, uh, what is that disease that he had last year? They have remnants of that mononucleosis. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, Moelle Cox is a beast. I've seen him at a bar before. He's a badass. How big is he? Dude, he's literally just a walking door frame. Like, he Jesus. literally, like, when he just stands there, like, I've also seen him working out when I was going to rehab my ACL, and he was doing, like, tire flips. And then I went to go, a, a year later, I went to go f- flip a similar, similar size tire, and I could barely get my fingers underneath it, let alone pick it up and flip it over. So it just kind of put it in perspective at that moment a year later. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, if so, you didn't hurt your knee, Luke, you would have made the league 100%. Oh, I would be in the MLL right now. At least, because the PLL is the real league, but the MLL is a joke. So I, would, <laughs> I could be in the MLL. Yeah, I know, man. Yo, Sam Darnold touchdown. I think he just rushed it. No, oh, really? he, let's see what happened here. We got some live feeds, ladies and gentlemen. As, yeah. Breaking uh, news, breaking news. As Ruben, as Ruben goes, as AK goes in on Ruben's team, I'll give you the, uh, the breakdown. Dude, he's rushing this for like 50 yards. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Sam did? He just rushed that for like 50 yards. Yo, Stafa said he was going to play him. I hope, I mean, like, I hope he didn't, but good for him. That's funny. Overrated. That's funny. <laughs> Overrated, let's go. <laughs> okay, uh, we got Napa Flames on the, on the chopping block. This dude's efficiency is like... Ah. I mean, he's lucky he played Blaine this week, but he's always got something going on on his bench. He can never, he can never get it straight. And that's yeah. the problem with not having a wide receiver one. He's got like wide receivers that will just pop the hell off, like every couple weeks, and he, it's tough to to really gauge which ones to play. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
but this week he didn't even get his quarterbacks right. He didn't play, he didn't play Bridgewater. And uh, who else didn't he play? Tim Patrick. I like Tim Patrick. I would have really considered playing that dude. Uh, but he bit a, a hefty, a hefty penny on Mr. Tim Patrick. So take him, take him. So I just want to, uh, you know, commend Napa Flames for just bringing attention to climate change. You know, I think they're doing a lot of good for uh, the community. Uh, and I know that in the past, pe- some people have criticized the locker room, uh, but you know, a lot of people, very trusted sources close to the team, are telling me that it's turning around. Uh, however, I will say DeAndre Swift is uh, not looking great, and he is a uh, a rookie to be wary about, in my opinion, uh, especially since Detroit is straight up ass. Watch your tone, AK, about DeAndre Swift. But all the other stuff was good. The other all stuff right. was good. DeAndre Swift has a special place in my heart. I'll put a little bow on my heart for DeAndre Swift. It's Carolina blue. Okay, maybe a little silver lining. Okay, you can imagine that yourself. <laughs> but other than that, we're going to go with climate change is important, but also your efficiency is important as, as well. And AK, I think Ruben should be putting a little more emphasis on his efficiency and maybe that'll boost his morale a little more. How about that? You know, I think that's a solid point there, uh, co-host. All right, co-host, are you ready to go in a little bit? Let's do it. All right, motherfucking Tommy. What the fuck, dude? You got to set your lineup, dude. I know you're going to lose anyway, but you got to set your lineup. At least take Julio out. At least take James White out. All right, you got to make some moves. You got to pay attention to the league. Tommy, this is not a joke. This is a serious league. If you're not going to take it seriously, then trade me your good players because I'll play the good ones, okay? It's unexcusable. I think that's pretty reasonable, okay? Don't let it happen again. I think that's pretty reasonable. But going forward, I really do think we should consider, like, at least some uh, form of punishment. If you play someone that's not playing, uh, at least, like, lose waiver wire dollars or something like that, I think that's, that's a reasonable reasonable thing. So we'll talk about that going forward, and hopefully it doesn't happen next week. But uh, just something to keep in mind. Don't make us change the rules, Tommy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's make fun of uh, how Micah didn't score 200 points because he played Justin Herbert over Carson Wentz. What a disaster. What a disaster. Ha 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 ha. Dude, what a noob. Oh. How does he not play Kenny Galladay? Yeah, that's another one. What uh, the, I think he, he has Kendrick Bourne instead. Who? Yeah, what? He had Kendrick Bourne PS. PTSD from last week after we made fun of him for not playing Kendrick Bourne and then he played Kendrick Bourne so now he didn't play Kenny Galladay which is just confusing so I just don't I don't get it man I just don't get it yeah well uh, for all you DFS guys out there Jakeem Grant is my low key uh, under 4k player to score a touchdown this week so take take that to the bank how about that damn some solid advice for those uh what DraftKings guys out there? Mm-hmm. The DraftKingers. I don't the DFSers. Anyway. We got Super Mariota World. This guy is all over the place. His scoreboard is like a lightning bolt from week th- one to through three. It's wild. Dropping a 126 against Nick Sohari. How are you feeling about this matchup? 
Yo, the Battle of the Knicks, dude. Apparently, now we have to call Nick Hentes Nicholas. So, uh, Nicholas. He's a Nicholas. Because he got the loss, right? Oh. Yes. 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 <laughs> that joke's out here. Uh, Damn, I, that was good. I it really, really came down to efficiency, though, if you want to be real, though. Uh, Nick Zohari, interesting enough, had 146 potential points. Nick Hinch is 161. So, uh, a little Andy Isabella switcheroo, a little Adrian Peterson, Greg Ward. Dude. Oh, and he didn't play Gronk. Ouch. If he had played Gronk over Frisker, Frisch, Ferkser, excuse me, if he had played Gronk over Ferkser, though, he would have lost by one point. Mm, that would have been tough to no. take. He would have tied. He would have tied. He would have yeah. tied. Sorry. Excuse my uh, terrible math, folks, but yeah, he would have tied. That would have been interesting, at least. One, one, and one. That would have been very Eagles or Bengals of, of him to do that. Very bangles of him. Very bangles. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's, what about Nick Sohari's team? How are you feeling about this guy's squad? I mean, he's got like the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. It's just like Jesus, man. I mean, uh, if that's I were Nick, I would be I would be establishing a two-year, three-year plan, selling off some guys. I know he did that with Ingram, uh, to me actually. Well, he's but got uh, some, he's got so many wide receivers that sell. Like, in theory, he could do a little, a little push, a little push, and he's got at least some depth, depth at tight end. Uh, O.J. Howard, Higby, Ebron, like he's got three definitely playable guys. So maybe sell one of the. I don't know. It's not my team. Still holding on to Alex Collins. Never give up hope. Dude, you were you were an Alex Collins stan or truther back in the day. Uh, <laughs> maybe once or twice, but uh, not right now. But um, you want to talk about your team this week? Dude, my team, I, I, I'm feeling real good about my rookies, except for Akers. But uh, I am confident with the draft capital, he'll come along. Damn you, Daryl Henderson. Um, but jo- Justin Jefferson and Jerry Judy are have reaffirmed that I should not have taken Jalen Ragor. Just showing that, once again, m- me scouting the talent – you know, I just haven't lost it. Uh, fantastic job, Alex, or Swag. And, I, you know, thanks, Alex, or Swag, uh, for saying that. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I, I I know you appreciate yourself saying that. That's that's very well analyzed. That was good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think that, that was big. That was, that, that was a big week for you. Colin, just, I think if you want to just, like, honestly, if, if you want to have a bad week, you want all your players to have a bad week, and Colin's team kind of did that, so at least it all kind of worked out for him in that in that manner. How do you feel about J.K. Dobbins? Is he are, are you feeling bad about him? Feeling bad well, about Lamar? What is your what's your thoughts on the Ravens right now? The problem is he's not like all all the targets Lamar seems to be running this year. Which means eventually it'll be the RG3 show, hopefully, but um, he's not. The running backs there aren't getting enough targets. That's the issue. Mm. Lamar Jackson just seems to be like absolutely hauling it or running it, and there's not really an in between. But that's just what I've watched, and that's never, not really a huge amount. But yeah, let's talk about Stafford's terrible team. 
Stuff is t- he is playing Sam Darnold this week, by the way. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, uh, Sam Darnold's probably already doubled his point total from last week. He's got eleven. Well, he only scored six last week. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, Lena beat him pretty good. Lena's team uh, didn't have many other options to play. He's looking pretty shallow. We'll see how the coronavirus affects Lena's squad, but otherwise. I think we're going to talk about Lena's team in a little bit with the uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, with the Keyshawn Vaughn pick. Uh, So that's, I mean, to kind of transition a little, it's been a weird year, okay, so you ready to talk about the, uh, just kind of reflect on the old Charles Shakers of the week and talk about the rookie class and what's moving and what's moving up and down, salt and pepper and all that? I love salt and pepper. I want to throw some paprika on this shit. Let's get some spices going in this uh so talking uh, about the quarterbacks, I mean, like, Joe Burrow went fifth in our league. You thinking that's uh, a little late at this point? I mean, he, I think everyone kind of knew he was going to be a stud. Uh, I, I'm still kind of worried. I mean, he, they, if they don't repair their O-line, they're going to have, like, a, a David Carr situation, I think. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think he, he has definitely shown uh, kind of maybe, maybe he should have been taken fourth or third, you know. Yeah, I think the guys at the top were uh, kind of doing a little bit of need based and Colin with a third pick had enough with Josh Allen, Cam, and uh, Drew Locke. Probably would have considered it a little more looking back on it, but he got J.K. Dobbins there. And then fourth pick, you took Cam Akers, which is pretty reasonable. But uh, how do you think the running backs would shake out now? You think Clyde Edwards would still go first? Or actually... Blaine took Jonathan Taylor, but do you think uh, you think that would still be the same? No, I honestly think if you ask Blaine again if he could redraft, he might take Clyde Edwards-Hilaire first. I mean, Jonathan Taylor had like what, like 25 carries last week and only like like pedestrian yards per carry. No, uh, he only carried 13 times. He really wasn't in- involved as much as you would like to see, but it's literally his third week playing football. That's true. That's uh, I mean, think. I think these old motherfuckers coaching the game are like, he has to earn his stripes or some bullshit like that, which is bullshit, but it is what it is. Um, what about Keyshawn Vaughn, the 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 next class of running back, if you will? How are you feeling about his situation? Yo, he. This is the prime example. Of someone drafted high. I mean, I don't blame Lino at all at the time. It's like, it looks like a good pick, but it's just like total, I'm drafting for opportunity over talent. And it's just like, it's pretty clear that mm. Bruce Arians did not think that like the room was good enough and that's why they went to go get Leonard Fournette. But uh, I'm definitely sure that if we could go back in time, I honestly would take freaking James Robinson you know, with one of my picks. Obviously, everyone would take James Robinson. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, well. It is what it is. Kind of go back up a little bit. What about Justin Herbert? How are you feeling about him? Him or Tua? The, the Tua-Herbert argument. Well, Herbert is uh, pretty good. I mean, we've seen him in two, two games, and he's done really well. And uh, Tua, I don't think we've had the opportunity to see, so we really won't know. Do you uh, think he's playing this year? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know that Fitzpatrick just balled the hell out, but 
Uh, There's reports he hasn't gotten tackled yet. Tua? Yeah, the Twitterverse said he hasn't gotten tackled yet. I, the Twitter wor- Twitterverse is very reliable. and uh, It's not not reliable. It's somewhat reliable. It's most somewhat of the time. Reliable. Usually. Well, the wide receivers are the interesting ones to me, to be quite honest. What's uh, shaking the salt for you? Uh, I, I, w- w- what do you think the redraft would be in the top, like, five? Dude, honestly, I would... I don't know. I like C.D. Lamb a lot. Dude, he is balling out. He's I like... like he looks really good. He looks better than Gallup does. He looks... Uh, I think he's just, like, where he's playing on the field, and he's just, like, matched up against some rando, so he's just, like... I don't know. He looks... Uh, I like I like him a lot. Um, Justin Jefferson? Is he good? Or is it a coincidence? You never know. Dude, my man had, like, 27 points... Last week, do not come at my man's. It was a splash play. All right, so it was a splash play. I'll give him like he got like 17 realistic points, which is a solid, a solid day at the office. This is true. This is true. This is true. Because his his little dance in there that was pretty sick though. I'll give him that. My man can Dougie. And I think that's why Justin Jefferson is good. I think he's got that swag or like that touch, you know? He's got the finesse. Dude, he was so, talking shit all game. Oh, good. I'm glad he talks shit. I mean, not necessarily for you, but for the future of Justin Jefferson as a person. He's but like your team sucks. Chairman of wide receivers. <clears throat> what about any deep dive wide receivers? Who, who do you like? Uh, deep dive. I mean, KJ Hamler is uh, a baller for sure. I'm waiting for KJ Hamler too. Now that you mention, I'm waiting for that also. Um, Chase Claypool, you are of the opinion that he is like the next superstar. Oh, duh. At this uh, point, it's pretty much affirmed. Affirmed. <laughs> Peoples Jones has a great name. Uh, he kind of sucks. Damn, dude. But. If we're going to be honest... Joe Reed. (laughs) You beat me to it. Joe Reed from UVA. He's a GOAT. He is so good at this uh, game we call football. Um, Just wait for Keenan Allen to accidentally hurt himself again, and that'll be it. What about these quarterbacks at the bottom? So James Robinson, we got at the 507. Great pick, dude. A great, a great pick. Uh, any tight ends of relevance? I don't think so. I mean, they're, they're all pretty shit right now. I drafted like three of them, and they haven't got, done a goddamn thing. So thanks, Josiah DeGara. Well, uh, one wide receiver we forgot to mention is Devin DuVernay, making a little appearance on the kick return for a touchdown for the Ravens last week. He's looking pretty good. You think he's got that high potential? Hook him horns, baby. That's all we got to say. Shit, that's a Texas guy. Hell yeah, he's a Texas guy. Uh, how do you feel about Jacob Eason? Uh, I don't know about Jacob Eason because he... He's just kind of, yeah. backing up uh, Jacoby Brissett right now, I guess. I don't know if Jacoby's the backup or if he's the backup for Philip Rivers, Rivers, but... 
it is what it is. Yeah, whatever happened to that guy? He had a good year, didn't he? Uh, no, apparently not. Not good enough. Oh shit! Is it Jalen Hurts season yet? Uh, it's gonna be soon. Does it seem like that? It seems like it's coming down the pipe. Yo, Wentz is uh, on some on some hot seats. It's getting it's getting salty. It's getting salty, especially in the city of Philly. But the the funny thing is, it's now you look at the trade. It's like, did Micah pay the first rounder for Wentz and the second rounder for Foles, or is it reversed? I can't even tell at this point because uh, looks like Wentz is some garbage. But that's a, that's a sad, unfortunate truth. Uh, anyway. You hear that, AK? I hear that. What is that? That's actually the Crystal Ball of Opposites brought to you by a binoculars company. Unofficially, of course. But, AK, what's your uh, long-term call of Opposite this week? Brought to you by a binoculars company. You know, I'm going to go with uh, Kelly outscoring Eckler this week. Uh, I think Eckler, you know, he had a good week last week. But uh, I think the binoculars were doing long term. So how how are you feeling about that situation overall? I had my microscope out and I'll get my telescope out now. In the future here. Um, (laughs) um, Long term overall, I see... um, you know, like the Melvin Gordon Eckler situation. Once Kelly becomes more established, they trust him a little bit more. Uh, you know, I kind of see him as being the the one A. Are you talking about Kelly or Eckler? I think Kelly will be the one A by the end of the year. No, I think you're on horse horse crack. You're doing you're smoking horse crack. Okay, Eckler still is uh, ranked seventh in opportunity share amongst just touches per game. So he's still getting the touches. The Chargers are just playing a lot. Just because Joshua Kelly's getting his doesn't mean Austin Eckler's not getting his. But you ready to hear mine? My fruition? The crystal ball has something that it needs it needs the world to know. It says think, what is it? Are you sure you want to hear? It might hurt your ears. It might no, blow I'm, up your brain. I'm ready for this. Okay. Well it said Julio Jones is not going to finish the season as a Falcon. What? Yeah. Said something about red, white, and blue uniform when they had a little silver on it. Silver helmet. The Patriots? The Patriots. Get the fudgesicles out of here, dude. Julio to the Patriots. This is the wildest take I've ever heard. That's, it's not. It's just what the crystal ball of opposite says. It's just not. In the, it's just not meant for Julio. His time is done. The ATL has said, it has given its bidding, and he's off. He's off to New England. It's basically he's already packed up from what I heard. Wow. I and I would be very shocked for this because I know that Dan Quinn is on the hot seat, uh, and if he made a move like that, I think Arthur Blank. Uh, you know, the, the owner of the team would uh, probably die of a heart attack. Oh, dude, it's tank season in the ATL. They're already giving up. Wow. That's tough. That's tough. I am but, shocked. Uh, are you ready for the poll of the week? Let's do the poll of the week. The poll of the week 
is brought to you by nothing. We're looking for sponsors. Anyway. <laughs> it's a great way to pass the time. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. Woo. Uh, but yeah, what do y'all think is the most important position in this elite in this league's format since you have the ability to play two quarterbacks, but you also have to play two tight ends. And there's also obviously wide receivers, which you can play six of if you don't play two quarterbacks, and you can play six running backs. It's possible. Well, on any given week, it's most likely five. So that's the poll of the week brought to you by nothing. What do you think, AK? It's a great way to pass the time. Nothing. You can always do it. Um, do you want me to answer the question right now? Or do you want me to like... It's up to you. Do you have a take? you have a hint? Whatever you want. I mean, so we've got what? Uh, we've got 12 teams, which means, well, you've got 24 quarterbacks playing at any given time, 24 tight ends. You know, I'm going to go in, like, I think there's two ways to answer this question. One is like, if the most important in terms of depth... I feel like his wide receiver. Wide receiver is the deepest position because, I mean, even a wide receiver three can be productive. And if you've got six wide receivers that are freaking badass, I mean, I think that you could win the league. Um, but uh, as far as, like, me, like, having, like, a few good ones, if you don't care about death, then, uh, you know, if you have, like, a Kelsey and, like, a Kittle, like, right. you're going you're gonna to be freaking... I mean, I think tight end is the hardest to fill because uh, it's just maybe not. Tight end is really hard to fill. That yeah. is the issue with it. But guess, speaking of quarterback, guess who's playing quarterback right now? Um, I what's just that guy's name? Uh, Joe I don't even... Flacco, baby. It's Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco. Joe Flacco. Sam Darnold has exited the game. What? Yeah, he's got a little shoulder contusion. He's having a he's having a rough night. Can we LOL Staffa right now, dude? You got Joe Flacco playing too, bro? <laughs> Boom roast, dude. Oh, Boom oh, oh. Let's see what Joe Flacco does on this uh, lob. He checks it down to Braxton Berrios. Anyway, but yeah, I, dude, you got to just have depth at quarterback. I totally agree, but it does seem like uh, the game-breaking position can be tight end because if you have two tight ends that are actually going to be relevant – as opposed to two tight ends on the other team, it's almost like playing 12 v 10. So it could be, a, it is possibly a game breaking position, but everyone has their own opinion. Obviously running back is the most important. Everyone knows that, but from there you can, you can discuss from there. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you. And, and people that are playing like Anthony Ferkser uh, would agree with you that uh, tight end is probably very important because uh, when you're dropping a zero, uh, it's not going to be a good time. Eating donuts is not necessarily the best situation in this in this environment. You don't want to be eating donuts like, like you're a Krispy Kreme. That's for do, sure. Do not be Krispy Kreme in fancy football. All right, AK. I think it's time to uh, get our harmonicas out and sing a song. Repeat whatever your name is. Yeah. Goodbye. Good luck. Good luck in this game. My man, has, he's four for four right now. It's looking good. Uh, future superstar. Future superstar out of Boise. You heard it here first, folks. See ya. See ya.